Good morning. I'm Sarah French. I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. Good news for homeowners in the Tar Heel State. The state insurance commissioner rejected a request to raise homeowners insurance premiums by more than 40%. But experts say we may not be out of the woods yet. WCNC Charlotte's Destiny Richards is standing by with what you should know. So you're not left asking where's the money. The proposed plans would raise prices in Mecklenburg County by over 41%. But now the commissioner and the insurance companies are at odds and may be going to court on the issue. The North Carolina Rate Bureau made the request to increase premiums on behalf of insurance companies, citing that inflation is driving up the cost of repairs and climate change is causing more frequent property destruction. North Carolina Insurance Commissioner Mike Causey says during a public comment period, he received thousands of calls, emails and letters from people, including state elected officials who were against the rate hike. He says the overwhelming response led him to reject the insurance company's request. I saw this request as excessive and unfairly discriminatory mm -hmm. to some parts of the state. So that's why I made the decision to say no. Now there is a court date that is set for October 7th where a judge will decide what the rates should be, but the issue could be resolved sooner if the commissioner's office and insurance companies reach a settlement on a smaller number. Live in Midtown, I'm Destiny Richards, WCNC Charlotte. Turning to more today's top stories in your morning rush. A 19 year old is waking up behind bars this morning after allegedly taking an inappropriate picture of a student. The Union County Sheriff's Office says Hannah Embry worked as an instructional assistant at Shiloh Valley Prep School. Deputies say they were made aware of the allegations and began an investigation last week. Embry now faces multiple charges and is now on administrative leave from the school. North Carolina Attorney General Josh Stein is pushing for more access to a controversial abortion pill. Stein filed a motion trying to strike down several state laws restricting the use of mifepristone. That includes rules on how patients get the drug and use it. I'm Bree Jackson in Washington. An attempt in the U.S. House of Representatives to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has narrowly failed. The secretary was being accused of not enforcing immigration laws at the border. A spokesperson for House Speaker Mike Johnson says Republicans will bring the articles of impeachment against Mayorkas back to the House floor as soon as they have enough votes to pass it. Good Wednesday morning, I'm Richard Devane here in the Fuse District in Gastonia and the battle over who will play in this stadium next year is still going on. Now the city and the honey hunters are in a legal battle taking it to federal court over allowing the honey hunters to play in the stadium. But later today, the city who is not allowing them to play here will have the council approve an agreement that will allow a new operator to field an Atlantic League baseball team here at Caramount Health Park Stadium. This for the 2024 season, as both sides have taken their issues from the baseball diamond to the courtroom. Meanwhile, in Gastonia, the city will host a community meeting tonight to unveil details on the Franklin Yards development. The development is set for the Fuse District just outside the ballpark. It's set to include recreational space, apartments, and restaurants. That meeting is set for tonight at 6.30 at the Adult Recreation Center on Franklin Boulevard. 
And that's it for your morning rush. Now to the day's checklist, here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, nearly half of Alec Murdoch's remaining assets will go to the victims of a deadly boat crash his late son Paul allegedly caused. A court making that order this week. The family of Mallory Beach will be getting around $2 million of the money. The 19-year-old was killed in the crash back in 2019. Number two, this morning, CMPD Animal Care and Control is in its next phase of renovations. During the construction, the shelter says it needs your help to make sure dogs in need have a place to stay. The area of the shelter for dogs under a 72-hour hold will be the next one to get an overhaul. These kennels have to be emptied by 7 p.m. next Friday. And number three, this morning, Quick Trip is awarding more than $4.5 million to local nonprofits and first responders in our area. One of the biggest recipients of this grant is the Umbrella Center in Mecklenburg County. It helps provide a place for safety and healing for families in crisis. That center is set to open in 2025. Time now to connect the dots. When we make the news, make sense. A lot of folks associate their 20s with things like partying, staying up late, but now it looks like today's young people are focused on getting a good night's sleep. Younger folks are opting for an earlier bedtime. Let's connect the dots. The nights of staying out late could be a thing of the past. Experts say they're seeing a major rise in this age group preferring to take control of their bedtime routines. Rent Cafe reports people in their 20s reported getting an average of nine and a half hours of sleep every single night back in 2022. That's up by an hour compared to just 10 years ago. The average bedtime creeping away from 11 p.m. and closer to 9. The Wall Street Journal reports this has led to places like clubs and bars offering things like matinee dance parties and other daytime events. And that is Connecting the Dots. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. A student is behind bars this morning after a report of shots fired on the campus of South Carolina State University. The school had to go on a temporary lockdown Tuesday. Campus police say they immediately caught 19-year-old Ronaldo Eiffel after a quick chase. Lawyers in South Carolina argue the state's methods for executions are too cruel. The state Supreme Court heard arguments Tuesday from lawyers for four death row inmates. It's over the use of the electric chair, firing squad, and lethal injection. The state says all three methods fit existing protocols. New details in a deadly plane crash off the coast of North Carolina in 2022. Officials say the pilot of the small plane was likely distracted while trying to fix a flight program after takeoff. The crash killed eight people. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Outages and weather are closely connected in the Carolinas, and the root of the issue can stem from our tree canopy. Meteorologist KJ Jacobs explains in this week's Weather IQ how weather can sometimes leave us in the dark. Growing up in the Carolinas, we would often say when the wind blows, there goes the power. Turns out there may be some truth to that statement. 
Winter storms in the Carolinas can bring a mix of snow, sleet, and freezing rain. But the biggest threat? Ice accumulation on trees and vegetation. Duke Energy Logan Kreska says 8 inches of snow can weigh down trees, but less ice accumulation can do more damage. Ice is the biggest factor because if you have just a quarter of an inch of ice sitting on a tree branch, that's enough weight on that tree branch to bring down a limb or honestly sometimes an entire tree. And what that means for a power line is that if there's a power line kind of in that vicinity, it can take down that power line too and take out one customer, it could take out thousands. A quarter inch of ice or less can cause scattered power power outages. Up to a half inch of ice accumulation can break tree limbs and cause numerous outages. More than a half inch of ice can be crippling, such as widespread tree damage and potentially thousands without power for much longer. A half inch of ice can weigh 500 pounds on power lines, factor in the wind, and the wires could sway. This is known as galloping. As a result, more power outages. Kreska says wind is another huge factor and crews cannot operate bucket trucks to restore power in 30 mile an hour winds or higher. She says they are starting to implement new technology to help reduce the number of outages. One of the ways we're doing that is through a technology called smart self-healing technology. And this works almost like, the G like a GPS in your car. So when that outage happens, like on one of our circuits, it will automatically reroute the customers on that circuit to another circuit. So they may experience just a temporary temporary outage or they may see even no outage at all. She says in 2023, it saved customers 2 million hours of outage time. Whether it's wind, rain, snow, or ice, we will continue to keep you weather aware on any system that could potentially disrupt power. Thanks for listening. You can find these stories and more at WCNC.com and join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings, 430 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.